Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Alright, so it is Thursday morning. It's early, you're up in upstate New York. Uh, you've staked out the house, you do some light reconnaissance, you plant some bugs, you've got that going for you. Did not check inside of the refrigerated truck, though, which was a choice, I will admit. Lawrence has spent some time or spent the evening hacking up a small chunk of the obelisk, a small mini obelisk, a, a rock in general. And kind of Miss Pine's reaction was, ah, you're fine. But she is temporarily incapacitated through all of this. What are Foxtrot, Francis and Faustus? What are they doing this morning? You got a couple options. You can check the uh, taps you put in place. You can do more reconnaissance. What are you doing? It's a bright new day, if you will. This is also the fourth day of this investigation, and I suspect Delta Green kind of wants this done at this point. Um, I'm definitely checking the taps. Yeah, for sure. So. Well, the uh, the the get together is tomorrow night, right? Friday night. Yep. Yeah. You, in theory, you have you don't have an exact schedule, but yes, you in theory have one more day before the nebulous big event happens. Are we going to like? What's our plan here? Are we just going to go in there and arrest them all? You know, shoot them up? Can we discuss what we're going to try and do? I'm not sure Delta Green's really big on the whole arresting people thing, typically. I'm sorry, I meant like, you know, we drive them out into the desert and execute them there. Gotcha, yeah. Any ideas, Fox Strider Faustus? Are we trying to get this kind of investigation over before the big meeting, or are we trying to catch them in the big meeting to confirm everything? Because I don't believe that we actually have a confirmation as to what they're doing. We know for a fact that they eat those goats, and that's why I assume that's why we like in the in the refrigerated truck. I thought we 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 had a, we like you know confirmed that there were goats in that truck. Well, I mean, m- many different cultures also eat goats, but yeah, but not. I mean, rich under, under, goats ritually, ritually. I mean, granted, while missions aren't quite are not the most exactly greatest thing on the planet, there's some people that will do that. I don't know. I'm still a little uh, uncomfortable. With just immediately jumping in right now, especially just as like, what is the unnatural? Button? Yeah, Faustus raised a good point. You haven't actually confirmed anything weird is going on that is Delta Green stuff. You have all the hints to it, and you all kind of the parts that do line up with that, but you haven't actually found anything really that screams, yeah, this is a Delta Green operation. You would definitely have a guy that's way too goddamn old, as best you can tell, but. Yeah, you don't really have a smoking gun on this whole situation just yet. I mean, isn't uh, isn't like an Illuminati group enough of a smoking gun? Hypothetically, yeah, that's something Delta Green keep an eye on. But again, Delta Green has been keeping an eye on this kind of passively, and that like this has not been elevated, I guess, to extermination status. I guess like there's uh, 
I will also say though too that you do have some creepy clues. You do have you do kind of have the goat situation. You have kind of some very weird behavior. You do have a member of this thing either faking his death every kind of few decades and being impossibly long lived, or something weirder going on there. You have you definitely have a conspiracy of some kind. Whether or not it's a conspiracy, Delta Green necessarily cares about though. That is a toss up. Like a, at the same time, you do have, you found some creepy stuff definitely. Like it's. All the signs of this being a cult are there, but you haven't actually found anything cult just yet. It just seems like a really weird, I guess, Equinox gym for people who just own a Peloton and just kind of talk about their Peloton. It seems like just like a secret club as of right now. Well, oh, that, eats, that eats these pitch black goats in sort of like a ritualistic sense. Which is something that, like, I don't know, the Humane Society would be a bit more involved in rather than or not so much like Delta Green. I think we need a little something a little bit more to pitch to Mrs. Pine in order for this to kind of put a stamp a, or a seal of this is done. Well then, uh, let's go back again tonight. You guys want to look again? When you've got all day, you, you could observe. You do have the place bugged pretty appropriately. Yeah, I figured we could, I mean, we could listen in. I definitely want to listen in on the bugs. We planted a bunch. It'd be a shame if they all went to waste. Um, I'd say let's definitely take a listen and check out what we pick up and if anything seems off-putting that like oh this seems really suspicious we should go in for a round two then yeah but i mean yeah i mean father faustus does have a point you know being weird isn't a crime well listen just because there are no no knowns does not mean that there's nothing wrong going on there and i'm not saying that the group is innocent i'm just saying that we don't have a good lead assault. We have a decent lead, but we don't have a concrete evidence for us to just get in there. Well, we don't have any concrete I guess what I'm saying is that we don't have a, sure we have no concrete evidence that that something is happening, but we don't have any concrete evidence that, that nothing is going on. I feel like we have evidence to suggest indirectly that something is happening. Well, we still have to talk to that one doctor, don't we? Uh, whatever that prescription that... Is she located in this area? No, he's not. He's way out of state. If anything, I could probably talk to somebody to get a little bit of information on this. I mean, I could try Googling it myself, but I don't know how long that's going to take. All right, yes, what are you trying to find off of that? Like, doctor, or what, what, what are you trying to inquire onto, I guess, on that one? I would like to investigate where the doctor got their credentials and see, like, is there any kind of known... The doctor was a woman, correct? No, it was a man. It was a man, Okay. If they had any kind of known fellowships or anything kind of surrounding the doctor, maybe there's ties to the Century Club and stuff. Which is a little background history of the doctor and see who else the doctor is treating, I guess. Uh, well, that's not going to be something that's going to be easily found. Yeah, it's I was going to say, patient. a bunch of what you're asking is not going to be really that easy to get access to remotely. Like, if you had time to go there, you could definitely dig some of this stuff up. But, like, you could Google Dr. Lint and that might kind of get you some version of what you're looking for, I guess, but at the same time, I'm not sure how, I, I, I'll be blunt, I'm not sure how it matters, I guess, in the grand scheme. Like they have a, the, the assumption of they have a doctor on payroll that's kind of doing some dirty dealings for them to go after the guy they were kind of hallucinizing. That's a, you know that for a fact. The guy's been given the wrong medication. That's not a kind of misstep. Gotcha. Then uh, Father Faustus is going to spend his morning researching whatever occult stuff he can in regards to anything regard anything tied to black goat specifically. All right, cool. We got so we got Foxtrot doing kind of wiretapping surveillance. We have Faustus doing 
occult research. What is Francis up to? Is he helping with the surveillance? Is he going to go like scope the place out in person? What's he doing? Uh, there are already nicer hotels in this area. Would I would I know if there's like people up would show up show up early to this thing? Do you have any inklings to that? I'm gonna say no, but also you're not that far out of the city. People couldn't just drive up that afternoon to it, kind of thing. Like it's not you're not like a day's drive away. You're just kind of like an afternoon's drive away from it. So um, gotcha. there's probably hotels they'd be staying at though too. I guess what are you trying to do on this one? You're trying to find if someone's staying there already. You're trying to. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just trying to see if we if we knew where anybody, if them were staying or not. See if we can maybe like uh, scope them out at their hotel if they're doing anything there. But if we don't know if we don't know where any of them are, no worries. Yeah. Do uh, how how well did we bug the place? Like, is it like like would it be would there be any benefit for me going there in person? I think there's like so you bug the inside. You didn't really bug the outside that much, and you bugged the house and kind of the barn where they were throwing a bunch of stuff. Like, there's I'd say you bugged it. I'm not sure you guys necessarily put a lot of cameras in because that's a more comp thing. While listening devices a lot easier to install, and they're a lot smaller and have a lot less infrastructure involved, and they can broadcast via just a radio signal at that point. Like, if you're looking for eyes on the place, nothing's going to beat you physically being there looking at it. Gotcha. Then I will actually go there in person. All right, cool. My fancy binoculars. Makes a lot of sense. And listening equipment. I'm assuming kind of Francis and Foxer are kind of sharing the feed for the audio stuff, and Faustus is doing some research. Um, you're doing this online, trying to find a library. That's more of a flavor question than a, one of the real importance. I'm going to uh, be doing this online because I'm cross-referencing um, What's-His-Face's online blog as well. Okay, cool. Century Danny. That makes a lot of sense. All right, so let's start off with the occult research. And let's start this off with just a nice, simple search. I'll even give you a plus 40 on this one. We're looking for a little failure at this point. Ooh, we're doing search, not occult? We're doing search first, then we'll do occult. Okay. you got to find the information you know what you're looking at. Gotcha. 32 success. <laughs> Uh, out of 66 percent all right yeah so you do some preliminary digging and you do dig up that yeah a bunch of cults throughout history have had various black goat based religions there's a couple names you see kind of floating around that seem to kind of unite the kind of some of the cults some of the larger more established ones you see the word shug a lot but you're not quite sure what that means necessarily but yeah it could be kind of a weird circumstance a bunch of cults with the same name for something but yeah the the black goats are kind of a symbol of fertility and life and kind of new life and kind of progress. And kind of as part of this is the whole idea that goats are bizarrely hardy and exist in a variety of bizarre environments and can eat garbage and stuff. And you find initially kind of all the weird stuff that kind of reasons you might worship a goat. Like they're far better for agriculture than cows are in some ways. Like in a lot of weird ways, despite goats being this weird kind of strange eyed beast people are occasionally kind of afraid of. They are, in a lot of ways, the best farm animal in a very strange way. But yeah, so now it's time for that occult check. Ooh. Let me give you a plus 10 on this one because you passed the search. Nice. Yeah, so 41% out of uh, 50. As you're digging through all this occult research, you do eventually find that there's a bunch of European-based groups that were really into goats back in the kind of late 1700s, early 1800s. and that kind of spilled over into kind of some other weird occult rituals, and they were really obsessed with black goats specifically. And while it's not quite as kind of tribalistic, it still is kind of what you think of as more kind of a a witchcraft related in some ways. It's very much it's very European. It's very kind of druided feeling, kind of thing. Lots of dryads and kind of a, what are they called satyrs and stuff like that. But the idea of black goats becomes a more and more common thing in kind of occult culture and specifically European culture during this time, it rises to prominence. You do see that there's a bunch of 
again, this this uh, this Shug name is popping up a bunch, and it's kind of weird. Like it's a bunch of groups that weren't through associated with each other all worshiping Shug the Black Goat, apparently, and that seems strange. But uh, you are a kind of as you're digging through more of this, though, you do find several references that relate to feasts that would extend the life of an individual for a price by a significant degree. Like um, some make claims of doubling the life expectancy. Some make claims of eternal life so long as the feast is attended every year. They're not quite, it's, they're all over the place. The feasts are never kind of confirmed as to what they are and several kind of weird druid Celtic translations hint that kind of names like the ageless banquet, the feast of ages, the Feast of the Undying. It's got kind of, it's very much a, but they're kind of cagey. Like some of them in point to maybe being a human sacrifice involved. Some of them kind of point towards you have to eat a person for it to work. It's not clear exactly how all that works. You do kind of pull this mess of strange kind of feasting goat long life stuff out of all your reading. All right. Am I like in the same room as everyone? Foxtrot may be in the same room as you. Francis is off like looking at the house through binoculars. So he's. Way out in the field of this point. Not way out, but nowhere nearby. Hey, hey, Foxtrot. What's up? Hey, check this out. I just uh, need like a second opinion on this real quick. So I'm looking at this uh, ritual. This is super common in not indigenous, but just folk practices of pagan, heretical uh, Europe. Uh, it mm. keeps talking about Stug, the black goat, and the kind of a feast that extends life. Mm. Now, Samuel Bolton, you got you guys have been kind of finding that his death and birth records just seem to be lining up a little too on the nose. Yeah, I think I remember we were saying something like that. Um, I have to go back and find the uh, notes. Yeah, I remember. We, I think that came up before. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm gonna kind of make a little Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, but I'm just gonna try to summarize this. I'm gonna drop this into our little group chat. Have you heard from Florence at all? No, I think, uh, actually, I haven't. Huh. Must be tired. She's been up the last couple of nights. Hmm. Anyway, so I write up a little summary as to what's going on, and then just kind of drop it into group chat. Makes sense. I kind of handle Francis and Foxtrot simultaneously to kind of do the two are kind of doing the same thing in different formats. So uh, let's start this off with uh, Francis, give me a search because you're watching this place with a binoculars. So I'll give you a plus 20 on this thing. Sure. Search plus 20. Yep. Uh, success. Yeah, so they have been busy, actually. So they have spent kind of the early morning, they've gotten all the cooking gear outside, and they are definitely cooking at this point. They've started kind of a variety of fires up, there's some grills going, there's a lot of spells and spices just kind of wafting out of the space. And the more you're looking at this is a lot of meat, but you're not necessarily recognizing all the cuts of meat necessarily. And you do kind of occasionally see slightly better security walking around every once in a while. You see like two or three of them moving about. They're a little bit more professional in the security from the night before. The catering staff does not seem to be adequate for the amount of stuff being cooked. You see head chef running around a bunch and kind of tending to a bunch of things indirectly or directly herself where you think all more staff would be involved and kind of yelling about stuff. And she's kind of carrying on in a bit of a weird way. Like it's, I mean, you don't really know much about Rebecca Strickland as a person, but her behavior seems erratic and kind of weird from a distance, even for someone who's apparently understaffed she is. And she's just cooking away. Like you and I will also say like the kind of the smells coming off of this, they're not one cohesive meal. It's a bunch of mixes of smells kind of thing. There's a variety of cultures represented. Again, like it kinda of lines up with that weird note you found that seemed to be the meal preferences for this, where 
yeah, it kind of like it's, it smells like you're almost like at a food court of various ethnic cuisines kind of coming at you all at once. And I jump over to Fox right now for a second. Give me an alertness. All right, standard alertness roll. Yep. I uh, roll a at sixty-three at sixty-one failure. Yeah, so there's some chatter going on inside the bugs are picking up, but not anything you're necessarily keying into just yet. It's kind of hear the occasion that maybe sounds like code without context. You're not quite sure. You're hearing more voices, though, than than maybe kind of Francis is reporting. Like, it sounds like there's at least seven or eight people inside the house milling about talking about stuff. That's some time passes. You kind of observe more of this stuff. What are you two looking for, I guess? Like, what is the what are you hoping to find? What are you hoping to not find, I guess, as part of this uh, observation? Well, other than, like, you know, obviously occult stuff. Yeah. I think I'm probably looking for maybe, like, if there's, like, you know, obvious patrol paths. Uh, maybe, like, if there's, oh, gosh, what's the word? Like, wh- where things are being stored. Sure. You know, how, like, uh, if there's, like, a specific entrance that the, you know, that the staff are going through. If there's, like, a break room for guards. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, and, yeah, you're, you're figuring that stuff out. You definitely confirm those three of these more experienced guards about. They seem to have their break room somewhere in the house. The guards are surprisingly friendly with Rebecca. Like they're almost like friends or colleagues, maybe or something. Like which doesn't make sense because she's a caterer and they're security. But and uh, the strange relationships happened, I suppose. Uh, yeah, and this kind of time goes on. You're watching this. You're picking up on stuff. You do notice a sports car pull up kind of around noon, and who you believe to be um, Oscar and men you saw with him at the bar you went to and ran across him step out of the car and they go inside and kind of Oscar's being very gregarious and big and be like, Oh, I can't believe it's the first like, time with these events. And as you go inside, or as they kind of go inside, you lose visuals of them and Fox brought them up. And again, Oscar's being, as best you can tell, based on your research, very Oscar being kind of like, Oh, look at this, look at that. I can't wait to show you off. And then something weird happens. Timothy just starts to scream. And you're only picking this up on audio. Inside, you kind of like can see the windows coming, kind of some kind of commotion happening, and Timothy runs out of the house, kind of, and he's got a knife sticking out of him, and someone, one of the security guards tackles him and drags him back inside, and on the audio you're hearing, you just hear more screaming kind of thing, and someone yells, take him down to the basement. Oh, shit. You hear that? I, you just dragged him back from inside. I, I assume we're on, like, radio or phone or call yeah. or something, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I figured we're, we're kind of, like, we're in com- open comm. Just want to make sure. <laughs> in typical Delta Green hand wave, I, s- I assume you have walkie-talkies at this point. Yeah, it's, okay, okay. When security shopping, you probably bought walkie-talkies. not saying it's magic, but magic. How did the rest of the staff react? Like, you know, the, the guys outside, catering guys cooking outside, and the rest of the security guards? They didn't. They weren't phased by it at all? No. Huh. Can you guys research what, if, uh, who owns, what's the security guard, what's the security company's name? Iron Shield. Can you can you uh can you guys research if Iron Shield and Ageless Catering uh if if uh you know they have a connection somehow like if the owner of Iron Shield is maybe like a you know affiliated with a member of the Century Club because this this might be this might be the way for like you know Rebecca Strickland to like you know mingle her way into the Century Club or something like that or you know Wait. they're they're like uh Ageless oh Ageless Catering the f- yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Ageless Catering the 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 feast of longevity like how did I just completely how did I just completely skip that over very, very incredibly on the nose oh god all right um yeah we'll get that set up you I'm gonna imagine you have your gun correct oh I don't go anywhere without it oh yeah Fox, yeah. Fox trot, are we gonna are we gonna meet up or 
to stop this or yeah let's uh we can we can get suited up and let's head over there wait 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 wait, wait. we should we should wait obviously that, that the man is is definitely dead there's no saving him at this point we should wait until nighttime or at least tomorrow because the, the security the security seems pretty tight right now and there's also all the entirety of the catering staff is currently here along with oscar yeah, it's true. They didn't react, which means they're all in on it, which means if we're going in there, we'll be severely outnumbered. Especially because we haven't heard anything from Florence in a minute. Shit. She said she was sick. Uh, she, she said she would be better by tomorrow. I, I, I get it. Uh, how, how are these security guards armed? We're we just talking like pistols? They're not like heavily, heavily armed, but they are kind of flak vested or they are, they're armored. They're doing the kind of suit and bulky ob- objects in their pants kind of thing set up. Man. They're I not, mean, like, they're not rocking like shotguns or machine guns or anything. No, they're just um, okay. Okay, guns. gotcha. Um, I guess I guess we should continue uh, scoping them out, and you guys should research the you know re- re- see if Rebecca Strickland and the leader of Iron Shield are anyway affiliated with the Century Club and their member list. Yeah, so let's, let's fill in some gaps. I guess you've had and some of the information you've had. And I'm not gonna, let's not give you this stuff because you've researched this before. So now that you have some more context for this, you spend. I'm assuming Faustus is the one doing this because he's only on the computer doing the research. Yes. Yeah. So kind of let's fill in some gaps quickly. So now that you kind of have this definitive proof with Oscar, you start researching Oscar and kind of some of his ex-boyfriends. And yeah, there's a string of missing person reports linked. He's the last known kind of a person seen with a bunch of kind of young 20-something men. And that seems weird. A couple investigations into about these allegations, a couple families offering lots of money about any information involving his involvement. I guess I'll remind you all of something as well. There's a 13th unknown member on the list. Like, again, no one's been able to kind of point who this 13th person is, but also as you're going through all this information, Jackson West, one of the names that you got from the list and from our dear Russian friend, he's the owner of Iron Sheep. Okay, there's just no way Rebecca Strickland is the 13th person. I don't believe it's too on the nose. I mean, here's the thing, though. If it's going to be, we have to keep our minds open with this. Yeah, there was. We just basically almost near confirmed a cannibalistic cult. Hell, let alone the fact that like the entire goopy beehive sort of situation just came to life and attacked us not too long ago. So, if Rebecca Strickland is a suspect now, Rebecca Strickland's a suspect. Oh, at one hundred percent. I mean, if she just witnessed that almost murder and didn't react, there's she. She, she obviously knows what's happening. Yeah. No, I. I'm convinced. There's no way the caterer is in on it, and she's not. No, that's that's dumb. Yeah, they're they're all in. They're cutting up people. They mean like they're butchering everything, and they understand why that it's. We now understand why it's such a small, close knit group of individuals. Uh, no outsiders. No one that can like break or leak anything. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's go back at our list here. I kind of want to do an occult role to see if there's anything in regards to, like, Iron Shield, if anything kind of comes up in, in that. Sure, yeah, take a look at that. Um, does, do we get the blueprints for this place, or at least do we get, like, a floor plan? We walk found through? online, yeah, you, you found all that. Again, it's a public space, then they do some stuff. Is, the, is there a basement, like, on this yep. floor plan? A historic basement. <laughs> Ooh, is it, a, is it an expansive basement? It's a big basement. It's the entire footprint of the property. Gotcha. I had already asked to see if there was any kind of extra tunnels or anything else like that leading into the basement. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't think that we got a positive response for that. So, Florence, you've had a rough night. You've had better nights, definitely. You puked up a rock. You wake up. 
You see a bunch of text messages from the rest of the gang being like, shit's going down, essentially. What's going through your head right now? You've also made a ton of money in a very weird investment. Yeah, I think Florence is kind of in a weird headspace of like, oh god, I just puked up a rock that is clearly not natural. Also, I'm pretty wealthy now. What's new? And on a Delta Green operation. So, I don't know. I'm gonna... I'm going to roll a POW check for her. Sure. See how she's... Yeah, she's fine, actually. Give me a constitution um, check, though, too. 52 out of 50. Yeah, so kind of as you're coming through all this in your head, you can feel the urge to throw up and you run to... You're sitting in the car at this point, you wind up crashing in one of the rooms. Actually, I remember we left you in this situation. She was in one of the rooms yeah. with her setting up her lab, so... Yeah, so she throws up again, kind of. It's been a rough morning explaining her absence from all this. Like, this is either the worst hangover ever or something far worse. She's going to make sure there's not another rock in her vomit. There's not. Yeah, hearing that shit's going down, uh, she's just going to pack up the car. Sure. Probably stop off by a pharmacy, pick up some over-the-counter stuff that'll help her just get through the day and uh, head out there. Yeah. You join the kind of research team and the observation team where Francis is off in the bushes watching all this weird stuff. Hey, guys. Hey, so you missed a couple things. Yeah. We'll catch you up in a quick second. Foxtrot, do you remember if we planted a bomb or planted explosive on that truck? Hold on, Charlie, double check. I'm pretty sure we said we didn't have any... You did not. ...explosive, so we didn't, right? Yeah. No, we didn't didn't hand wave any C4, yeah. Uh, So, I guess I'll... uh, Did we set... We we just planted bugs. We weren't planning on setting up any, uh, any explosives. Did we sabotage that truck whatsoever? No, you didn't. You bugged it. But... Mm, nope, okay. just bugs. We want to leave it as a... Uh, because we don't know if that truck was going to move around for another day or so, and it was Wednesday, and if they suspected anything, you know, with the truck acting up, then you've got problems. Maybe we should flatten the tires on it? Well, the feast is tomorrow. Yeah, it's, and... already, it's already where it needs to go. Friday is when the the um, principals are going to be... Some of them are already there, apparently. Oscar had rolled up with um, one of his victims... And the, one of his victims is, was ru- trying to escape, running out with a knife stuck in his back. Uh, at this point in time, we have to presume he's dead and taken to the basement of the building. So tomorrow, are we moving in? Tonight or tomorrow. Could try to intercept the the uh, security before they arrive on site tomorrow. Take their position. I think this is a twenty-four hour sort of situation. Also, I don't know. If, I don't know if we mentioned what's his name. Jackson West owns the security guards, so you would definitely notice. I see. Also, is Jackson West on site? You've not seen him. Who's Who's the FBI agent? Nadia Kincaid. Have we seen her at all, or has she? No, I, I asked Miss Pine if we if she if she can like throw off our trail for a couple of days. So I think we should be fine there. Yeah. Also, a note on that: I don't think it was her in that uh in that car that was outside your hotel. The guys that were scoping you guys out were super amateur. And super sloppy. So I don't think an FBI agent would be that sloppy. No. Are we planning on hitting them tomorrow? Are we taking any alive? Are we killing them? What's? I think we should keep observing and see what's see what's going on. And make a decision then. But I'm I'm leaning towards solving the issue. Yeah. How stealthy are you guys? That's funny. I'm like, uh, I'm for my age. Like you think if I went to a pharmacy, bought a bunch of drugs, made us some pretty potent poison you could get in and contaminate the food. Hmm. We'd have to scope out what the uh what the food area is gonna look like overnight. 
or at least kind of get an idea what it looks like this evening because uh, they've already started food prep. I don't know what security situation it'll be like. So, so there's, I don't think it'd be, it'd be impossible. Wouldn't it be impossibly difficult to make some poison out of over-the-counter drugs in a in a non-noticeable fashion? Not necessarily. Just ground up a bunch of pills and mix it in with a sauce. You'd be surprised what you can get away with. <laughs> also, I can get us some stuff that's not over the counter, but that's just a backup off. All right. Well, I think I'm filled in. So, what's the plan for the evening? I guess what's the afternoon? Can I have more observation, shopping lists. Uh, what are people leaning towards? I think we should just keep observing personally. All right. Yeah, I'm down with observing. If you want to get other stuff prepped in the meantime, though, we can. More time passes, about an hour after the whole Timothy situation happens. Rebecca emerges with some bloodstains on her and kind of throws some more stuff on a grill. Uh, some other stuff gets delivered throughout the day. It's like some general supplies, some wine, some other alcohols from the barn. The uh, security team kind of is pretty unfazed by this. It definitely seems like Rebecca's running the show, at least from the cooking angle of things. You do see a couple people walk through in nicer kind of suit outfits and stuff like that. You do at one point see a goat kind of get led from wherever it was being stored kind of into the house at some point. But yeah, no, kind of nothing as weird as what you saw that morning necessarily, but kind of as the night's falling, the stuff is still cooking, and it's getting weirder and weirder. Like, Rebecca's getting stranger in observation through all of this. Like, I, you occasionally through the bugs hear her talking in what sounds like tongues or another language of some kind. She's kind of much more involved in the cooking process. The, they appear to be going for kind of a low and slow approach to the cooking of all of this as well, so that's kind of a thing to have noted. This is a long, if you will. Most of the staff is gone. It seems to be Rebecca kind of running the show at this point, and the three security guards are still there very much kind of on guard. Maybe one gets relieved at one point, maybe one doesn't. You probably clock throughout the day, or Francis does at least. We'll say seven different people that, if you had to guess, were probably kind of... I'm sorry, you don't have to guess. You have, you, you have names, you can look them up. You, you do see kind of seven of the, quote, Century Club principles at point or another. Two things. Sure. Can I roll an unnatural to see if Florence can pick up any of the stuff she's saying when speaking in tongues? Yes. Well, 91 out of 7 failure. Yeah, it doesn't get you what they're saying, but this is some Delta Queen weirdness, definitely. Like, you're kind of going over what Faust has found with the mention of Shug and stuff like that, and this is this is definitely, if you had to guess, a ritual or a spell of some kind being enacted. Oh. And Florence wants to go out and buy murder kits for us, you know, like leech, gloves, masks. Oh my god. From different from different stores. Sure. Uh, so let's actually have that conversation now, because I think it will kind of shape how you guys spend your evening in this. What are you going to do about the century? Like, I can think of a couple different ways of dealing with this. There's been the poisoning approach thrown out there. What are you thinking about being your... Is the plan to deal with them? Is the plan to kind of, like, tag this as a big problem and have someone else deal with it? I kind of want to get Nadia Kincaid involved. Not in the sense of having her knowing the finer details, but if she can just kind of officially take down everyone as kind of a high elite cannibal society, that that's within the realm of human possibility, right? I think this is ascended past just a cannibal society, I mean. I mean, like, we just don't, I mean, we could hide the fact that they are specifically referencing uh, Stug, it looks like. I'm still trying to research more about that one specific character, or maybe even, I don't know, counter measures in the occult for it. Also, um, did you say that Rebecca was casting the ritual spell? It certainly that she's kind of more involved in it, yeah. Like, she's definitely the one that seems to be leading all the preparation of this. She's very involved in the cooking process. Mm. Oh, fuck. 
I think that we need to kill or bag the principles. I don't think that they can, they are extreme vectors of the unnatural. Rebecca Strickland 100% needs to die. Yeah. If we look at the list here, she's the only one that's not on there. My guess is she's the keeper. So This could be a very easy kind of cover-up, too. These are a lot of wealthy people in a room together. I, there are probably plenty of that want them dead. So we just need to make it well, look like a professional mean, cleanup. If the place burns down, I mean, whoops, right? I guess. Our MO, it's like our MO at this point. I feel like it's happened like four or five times. It's a historical building. I mean, it's, yes, it is a historical building, but at the same time... It's just going to be a historical building with a 13 homicide, 20 homicide rap sheet to it now. It's like a mansion. It's not we're, not, we're not, we're not burning down the White House. I mean, yeah, I guess. Just, just think, just think of the hist- historicity we add to this thing once the, uh, once that, that's 13 murders to the list. <laughs> well, and, you know, and more, of course. Okay. I think what we could do is over the night, we could start picking off guards and then picking off the principals as they arrive. Well, they'll they'll see the fact that guards are dead before anything else. That's why we remove the bodies. Well, I'm assuming we're not, we're not just going to take out the bodies and then leave them there as the guests arrive. Oh, that's awfully sloppy of us. Well, most most of the principals are already here. Have we seen where they're arriving at? Is it all the same like like road that they're taking in? Yeah. I say we set a big fucking fire somewhere across town right before the assault, call it in, distract the police, go in, make it quick, get out. I mean, a lot of gunfire is going to draw the attention of the local PD, but if they're stressed with a fire... I mean, I could I could rig explosives. I know how to make bombs. That's not something I'm quite proud of, but I know how to do it. Yeah, I guess let me throw up the, like, the fact that hypothetically you will be assaulting 16 plus people, hypothetically. Just keep that in mind, I guess. We have to dwindle the numbers down for if we're going to assault. We might want to call Ms. Pine, unfortunately. For backup, or? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If we're only an afternoon's drive away from New York, then there's a good chance we can get back up here quickly. Like that weird gun-toting person that you all know? Or no? Not not something like that. person recruited me. Do we have rifles? Uh, any of you have rifles? We found some rifles in the uh, storage container, or in the green box. Pretty simple. Uh, if you can get in... Take the tires out on the vehicles, cause an emergency to get the principals out, set up three rifles from three different angles. Mark, this isn't Columbine. Um, they're, they're probably a little smarter than that. I honestly think our best bet is to call Mrs. Pine and see if we can get back up in here. I don't. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, that's fine with me. I mean, when in doubt, we could also just set it on fire. I was gonna say, Foxtrot, <laughs> give me a. I'm not sure if they're correct. A military science check. All right. Uh, I rolled a 24 out of 50 success. There's an obvious solution to this. Blow up the building with them in it. That works for me, yeah. I mean, wow. we could, I mean, we could blow we up the building, yeah. We don't have any explosives. We could make explosives, it's not. We also have contacts that have helped maybe help us find explosives. I mean, we can call Ms. Pine. There's, how many deposit boxes do they have with all sorts of Delta Green weird shit around here? One of them around here has got to have explosives. Well, maybe we don't have a lot of time. Fertilizer bombs shouldn't be too hard for those of you experienced to make. Yeah, there's also that. I'm not saying it's the best approach either, just it's, from a military standpoint, a tactical strike that just blows up the building they're in is the most strategically smart, I guess. That's where the military science comes in. But yeah, an assault would work, burning it down would work, picking them off might work, you're going to raise some suspicion doing that hypothetically. Yeah, all these are valid approaches. So this is a mostly wooden building. Yep. 
that's easily assaultable because of the large windows on the first floor. And it's only one floor, right? Two floors. You mean the first floor in the basement or? First floor and a second floor in the basement. Gotcha. I mean, if we get back up here, you know, we can easily just surround and put the place to siege. I mean, we just unfortunately don't have access to explosives with capability to, to range. We kind of do. They have cooking equipment that we can just kind of rig, maybe. What do you think? You think they don't have propane and propane tanks or something like that lying around? I mean, well, we start to get barbecue down on. there. Handler, is this a wooded area? Yeah. What time, what time of the year are we in? This is upstate New York, so it's not quite as fire-prone as this is like California or it's still summer, though. Here's the thing. Like, there could be two fires. One to distract the police and another one to kind of explain why all of a sudden a whole bunch of people are dead. It's much like a poorly planned gender reveal. It's more so like, well, there's that. I feel like it's very important that we keep one of them alive. Rebecca? No. She has to die. Okay. If, if any of them have to die, it's her. I think Samuel Bolton's probably our best bet to bag. And Yeah, whichever one was talking to the FBI agent was the one we should keep alive, if, if, if at all possible. Sophia Scott was the one talking to the agent. Gotcha. But was Sophia Scott talking to the agent because of personal gain? Like, are they trying to become the new keeper? Uh, well, when, they're, when, when she's the only one left alive, she'll, uh, she'll be a lot more cooperative. This might be uh, something we could almost even officially explain away. If, if there's nothing overtly unnatural about it, they're eating people, right? And black goats. I mean, there are a lot of cults in the United States. Homeborn terrorists. Getting the law enforcement to deal with this for us could be the 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 whole the whole point the whole we we don't want to we don't want to reveal a cult e- even if it's regardless if it's regardless if it's a real or fake cult or not you know we don't want to be revealing this sort of thing to the the, the greater public. I think we're severely overthinking this. If we're gonna go into this place, we should wait till the evening starts and they're all inside, and then as a team work our way in, taking out security along the way. Once we get close enough to the building, we can set up some sort of like incendiary devices and then just literally burn the place to the ground or blow it up, whatever. Point is, building go boom. There's only one entrance, is there not? For the property, there's only one. There's several entrances to the building. But... Yeah. Because we could just block off main entrances, rig windows to detonate. What I'm worried about burning and blowing this building up is that's going to be a much more intensive investigation than us burning down other stuff we've done in the past. I mean, they have cooking equipment here. We could, like, as long as we just kind of set it up in the sense of, all right, no hard hard char points and stuff. I mean, it's not like we're using thermite. If we kill people, the fire isn't going to mask the cause of death unless they're burned super, super severely. I think I remember how to make napalm. I mean, they're going to they're going to attempt to escape the building if the building's on fire. They're going to be able to get out. So we're going to have to pick them off once they get if, once they exit the building. Also, keep in mind these are super rich and wealthy, powerful people. You don't think they're going to assume that they pissed off somebody else, some other rich and wealthy, powerful people? Well, that's no. the thing. That's not going to stop the investigation. This is a, it's a historical site. It's they're going to investigate it heavily. Yeah, let them investigate. Burns. Let's make it look really professional to the point where it looks like. Somebody with a lot of money paid a good amount to make this shop look good or to make sure that everybody died. And they assume it's somebody wealthy and powerful. So we make a red herring where we cover up a cannibal cult into high stakes, high reward, corporate murder? Corporate espionage, yeah. What, are we going to blame this on Bryce? No. no. I mean, the cover up is much less important than the actual act of you know, murder. 
but as long as long as it looks like you know as long as we take care of the problem it doesn't really matter who they who they blame or who they investigate yeah let me remind you this is a post patriot act world terrorism is an excu- is an excuse for weird stuff like this occasionally yeah that, that's like that's part of what i'm saying like this can easily be chalked up as terrorism we could get agent Kincaid involved get a full raid we could spark a gunfight that would result in everyone's death that's I, I, it's, it's a mistake to get the government involved that's 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 the, their job is to come and look at the ashes and pin the blame on somebody that's that's what they should be doing yeah nothing nothing they they should not be here should not they should not know that there was cannibalism involved they were they should not know black goats are involved anything anything like that should be kept under wraps yeah when they come here they're investigating a building burning down and a bunch of rich people dead they're not coming here to firefight for us because that makes it there's way more variables to deal with at that point. they're going to know about cannibalism either way unless we go in after the fire and remove all the chopped up body parts and freezers and stuff. If the explosion, if the explosives are enough, then they they should they should uh they shouldn't be able to confirm that. Especially especially if there are animal body parts around as well. Well, that's the thing. They'll be able to tell. Okay, it it depends. If a freezer survives, they'll be able to tell. If nothing survives, they might be able to tell from like frostbite on skin or freezer burn on skin. I. It's just so you're against, you're against the burning of the place down. I think burning the place down is going to get some of us arrested in the end because I don't think any of us are forensic scientists. You know, the the only way the only way to do this if we don't want to burn this down is to calm this fine and get reinforcements and, yes. and you know lay siege to the, the building. I I'm in full agreement about calling. Your weird contact wouldn't be able to call in like some I don't know airstrike or some shit like that. Airstrike on U.S. soil? Airstrike no. on U.S. soil? No. That's All not. Right. You want you want people not to ask questions? That's, no, no, that's no, like, no, no, no. Not like an smart. airstrike. Not like an official airstrike. But I don't know. They were crazy enough to be able to get us a fake, uh, like a fake whatever the heck. And I'm gonna imagine this is the same wacko that walked into my church with an assault rifle uh, and threatened me with it. Whether or not they know a person with a small plane and just some explosives or something like that. I, you're thinking way too big. All right. logs exist, and they're very strict on that. Let's call Pine. Call Pine. Either way, we're running out of time. Yep, I call Pine. All right. You get a hold of her. She picks up. Agents, uh, Agent Francis, I have some news actually for you. Miss Kincaid, you asked me to look into. She has been missing for the last few days. Oh, fuck. Any leads? Sorry, that's, that's, that, could, that could be good or bad news, depending. Uh, her investigation, as best I could tell, was not exactly gaining steam, but the last kind of known location, she was having a meet with uh, Miss Sophia Scott. But after that, there's been radio silence. It was a brief investigation into that, but they received some information. Uh, allegedly, she's out sick, which seems all too... Interesting. Do you know Do you know the location of their last meeting? Was it New York? Yeah, it gives you an address in New York. Okay. Is uh, Sophia Scott here at the Century Club yet, or the, this house? You've not seen her there yet, but that was also three days ago, the last time that Cade was seen. Hey, 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 Francis. Hey, Francis. I know, I, I know you're on the phone right now with this is fine. I know this is a weird question. Can you ask her if she knew what uh, ethnicity Nadia Kincaid was? Um, Faustus wants to know what um, ethnicity Nadia Kincaid was. That seems like a strange question, I suppose, but kind of like tapping. Uh, Caucasian, I believe. Um, families lived in the U.S. for at least three generations. That kind of support tapping. Potentially some Hispanic in the back end of it, but. Uh, She's got a Russian first name, so uh, she's white. Was there anything else behind it? 
Uh, maybe like a hint of Mexican, but mostly white. Sophia Scott asked for a Cuban Mexican acceptable substitute depending on supply. Nadia Kincaid is dead. Interesting. Wait, 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 hold on. Whoa. Legendary reveal. Where's that? Where's that banquet on uh, list? Oscar Nelson brought his own entree. Nadia K- or Sophia Scott wanted something Cuban, Mexican acceptable substitute depending on supply. Uriah Norris is apparently not eating any any kind of it's it's vegan. And Laura Norris is also vegan, no nightshade. So they're the only people that doesn't seem as if it's all here. Ask her if she can get us a supply of ricin. Uh, no. <laughs> what? That's an easy way to deal with it. I don't think, I think getting inside the house is going to be much more difficult. We don't have... You don't need to be in the house for that. That's a big building. Got to have some intense AC ventilation. Just can saying. ricin affect people through the air? I thought oh, yes. it was... It's that dangerous, yeah. Yes, oh, it is. Man. Or anthrax. I, I was going to say, on the same line of things, you could just chlorine gas the place. Mm. Ricin would make it look like a terrorist attack. No one would know what happened. We could go in with our hazmat suits, clean up any evidence of the cult, and leave. And by the time anyone found out what had happened, they would just think that it was a terrorist ricin attack on a bunch of rich people. Ricin sounds like a play. Uh, sounds good. I mean, I, I didn't know it could affect people through the air like that. That's, that's badass. Yeah. Ricin, anthrax. Also very scary. Sarin. I'll, I'll, I'll hand the phone to, um, to uh, Florence. Oh, no. Okay. Hello. Miss Fine? Agent Florence? It seems things have escalated in the field. Indeed. We were thinking that we might like to grab some of these principles for questioning, but I think the safe play is to make sure that they all die and clean up any existence of a cult. It'd be very easy to blame, well, their deaths on a terrorist attack if you could get us ha- our hands on a supply of ricin, anthrax, whatever. Here's some tapping, and she goes, Yes, I believe I can get something pulled together for you. About an hour north of you, there is a Navy uh, maintenance yard for submarines. Have some more tapping. I think I can redirect some lies. Could you also please redirect some heavy-duty hazmat gear as well? We're going to go in and... I figured that was a given in this case. One of you will have to go get it, but I'll send you an address where to go. Foxtrot? Uh, sounds good. Let's go. I'll go with you, Foxtrot. I kind of know how to handle stuff like this. He's got, the, he's got the military experience. He's got you've got the uh, the, the drug experience. Sounds good. Well, no, I know right. how to handle very deadly substances that can kill you if you inhale it. I'm a microbiologist. Listen, listen I I don't know the difference between Tylenol and uh, aspirin, so uh, it's all you. Oh, we're gonna be rice and terrorists. Oh no! I'll uh, I'll take the phone back from Florence. <laughs> Did you say that in character, or was that no. just like, okay. No, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ms. Pine, I believe um, we've uh, also discovered a couple new things. The Century Club also appears to be a cannibalistic organization. Uh, the most recent boyfriend of Oscar Nelson is confirmed to be uh, murdered at this at this uh, the, the, the Rent Hyde Mansion. Also, we, we, we're led to believe that Rebecca Strickland is, also, is, possibly, is most likely heavily involved with the Century Club if she's not outright the keeper herself. We uh on some bugs we planted, we caught her reciting rituals and other uh either rituals or spells or something like that. We weren't able to interpret that over the bugs. Interesting development. We did not expect this from the Century. We thought they were potentially problematic but ultimately benign organization. And uh, good work on this one. I'm assuming that's what the poison is for. Yeah, yeah, we I feel like we we jumped to the method before the reason. Um, yeah, if that's uh, if that's if that, if you think this is a good idea, we should go ahead with it. Agents, as we all know, containment of vectors and is a high priority for the organization. This sounds like a thing that 
maybe will not have catastrophic potential reach, definitely be a problem in some way, shape, or form, especially if it sounds as though you may have a wizard of some kind involved in this, based on the presence of ritual of some kind, which is definitely something we would like to have stamped out as soon as possible. Understood. Faustus, Foxtrot, Florence, anything else to add? Was fine? Nope. I'm just ready to get to work. Do we, do, do we think we still need backup at all? Should I request that? I mean, more, more bodies would be helpful, but, I mean... The problem is this area is going to become very, very deadly, and there's, what, how many of us? There's four of us already. Four. Getting heavy-duty protective equipment like that is already probably pretty hard. I mean, just for, like, the outside. Um, in case there's, in case there's any, uh, any, anyone who decides to take a smoke break at the wrong time. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, is that should be us, because that's, that, it's not gonna just stay contained to that house, it's gonna be the immediate area around as well. Gotcha. Where are the other locations of these, bo- of these green boxes? It might be a, probably a good idea to have one of us just kind of pick some stuff up and scope those out. If, gotcha. If Pine is right and they have a wizard, the wizard might survive the rice. I I don't know. Did you did you say wizard sorcerer? Sorry, I think they said sorcerer. That, that I had my words mixed up. No, no, I understand. I understand. I'm I, I'm just confirming. We're talking about like some Gandalf shit. Well, you you heard you heard you heard that uh that mumbo jumbo she was talking. She was speaking. I think that was a spell or a ritual of some sort. So I mean, I people speak in tongues in the church all the time, but it was but not. You re- like magic is real? Are you, are you? Is this is this the uh, is this the revelation you're you, you're you're just finding out about now? N- what? Hold up! I like I I study the occult in the sense of just like understanding just kind of different practices and things that people are kind of diving into and stuff like that and the spiritual purpose. But you're telling me that spellcrafts and wizards and magic are real? Maybe not in the 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 uh, you know the mainstream the harry the harry potter sense but certainly in the like ancient you know old testament kind of way (laughs) let's go get our supplies i'll uh, I'll ask miss pine if there's a uh, if there's a green box or anything on the way to that uh, naval base there's some clacking uh yeah there's one it's a minor one what you're looking for it may be minimal at best equipment wise what are you looking for just if there's anything else to help us out maybe like weapons or anything like that yeah i'll send you the address i this one's an old one i don't suspect especially useful Understood. I think the, I think with the rice and, and uh, other supplies we found at the uh, the New York screen box, we should be all right. Just just to be uh, better be prepared. Understood. All right. I think that's everything. Oh yes. Ask her for a uh, an easy breakdown decontamination uh, equipment that we can set up because once we're done there, we need to decontaminate before we leave. Like decontaminate us or the the building. Us. We will carry it with us. Gotcha. I also ask if you can get us some mobile showers and other things like that, cleaning equipment for us. I'll see what I can redirect. Thank you. Uh, I, know it's, I know it's short notice, but I appreciate all the help. You hear some tapping away on a computer. Is that all, agents? Uh, yes, we should, we should be well prepared. Uh, we'll update you. Uh, we'll probably carry out this sometime tomorrow night. Understood. Do you have any other questions for us about the uh, Century Club, the members, or anything like that, before, you know, in case uh, things turn south? Send what you have. Um, put it in the mail of some kind and send it to one of the... Actually, no, leave what you have at the green box, and I'll send someone to collect it in case you don't have to be briefing. Not, it will just be another item in the. We'll do. As always, agents. Get a hangs up. Yeah, you get an address. You get an address for a green box. It's a um uh, store you facility to green box at that point. And the address you have for the drop of this is weird. It is Sunnydale's Pick Your Own Strawberry Farm. <laughs> Hell yeah! I always knew Miss Pine was a farmer. All right, so who's going where? Are you kind of all doing the road trip together? 
Uh, Francis will stay here. All right, and observe. Um, like I said, I, I, I do think Florence and Foxtrot can handle this themselves. Yeah, I'll, I'll head over. I imagine with a 90 in microbiology, Florence knows how to handle dangerous substances pretty well. Yeah, no, yeah, and this is also, they're gonna, she's going to make sure it's packaged. You might not get ricin exactly, but you'll get something that will get what you need done. done. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, there's a, there's a pharmacy skill, dude. <laughs> yeah? I just, I, I don't know. Like, She's not making it, she's just containing it. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like the, the study of, like, diseases and stuff would help you dealing with containing things. I have no idea, so I, I believe know. you. All right, uh, is uh, Faustus, are you gonna, are you gonna sit in the booth while I will use the binoculars? At this point in time, Faustus is almost just kind of like still reeling from the weight of like his belief system being rocked in the sense of like uh, the concept of like oh the light, but then here's like the occult being a little bit more solid than just something teenagers would get into to rebel against the parents. Let's talk about that for a second. Of the four of you. Faustus is a man of faith. Like, you all have had your probably own belief systems and all that stuff, but, like, Faustus was military. He left the military to kind of pursue the spiritual life, and he has had not one, but now two very different confirmations that, yeah, the supernatural is totally real. It's incredibly dangerous. It's not at all what you thought, kind of thing. Like, you said to, like, find someone saying God exists, but by all measures, he's fought a demon, and now he's going up against a cult of cannibals that apparently have some age-extending thing going on, like people just casually throwing about the phrase wizard. Like, the, the the ritual aspect of this should be a lot weirder for two of you than it is kind of thing, and the veterans of this organization are kind of just like, eh, weird stuff happens. How is Faustus dealing with this? Like, this is like, the rest of you are all kind of adjusted in all the wrong ways to not bat an eye at this. Faustus, in theory, would have a real problem with, oh, by the way, yeah, a lot of this stuff exists. It's just way worse than any version you've heard of. Because Faustus is used to ritual. Like, Catholicism is just heavily based in ritual. Everything is kind of the same thing. Or not the same thing, but, like, you, you do this for the symbolism of it as well as whatever the heck. I mean, outside of the Eucharist actually turning into the literal body of the Christ is as it enters your um, as it enters your mouth or whatever the fuck have you. But even then, that's still like uh, academically debated. Yeah. But now, just the sheer fact that coworkers, just two like two people, are just like oh, and they have a wizard, and it's just like all right, cool, like a grand wizard, like the KKK, or are we talking about some Gandalf shit? Like, and that's that's him just kind of going through his occult studies and just kind of seeing what people are uh, trying to find behavioral patterns from it. But now this has evolved from just, oh, behavioral patterns as to what people are trying to do to kind of recreate is to, oh, people are actually doing these rituals because they know that there's going to be a payoff from it. Well, I guess like let's drill down that concept for a second. You're kind of dancing on an idea I wanted to bring up. These are rituals that work. His entire faith is faith-based. These are people that are capable of doing rituals on kind of the same level of scale, hypothetically. Again, like this is far more occulty than what he's typically used to doing. But all signs point towards whatever they're doing actually has an immediate payoff or has a tangible payoff. How does that feel for a man who's based his entire like faith and like life around? You have to believe there's like there's no concrete proof of any of this actually works all about kind of that nebulous it had I just believe in it kind of thing. I'm gonna imagine Faustus is currently it kind of like he's absolutely going to go through the stages of grief right now 
where there's just the overwhelming sense of just like this is con- confirmed and like initial denial of there's no way you just said wizard but now it's gonna definitely start peeking into his experience just as a faith leader and just kind of the help not helplessness but the kind of the um uh yearning for immediate result and just like oh god will find a way which would take time but there's people who are literally eating other people and extending their life when there's definitely been times where he's had to probably do last rites for somebody who is like terminally ill yeah so what i was gonna say is kind of as part of all of this thought process like you're you like you're being told in no abstract phrase magic is real through all of this faustus is going to gain one point of unnatural like he's as a man of faith the fact that like this is concrete, maybe not proof, but like a real example of almost like the science, the mathematics, the cold calculated ability of maybe not his beliefs, but a more kind of abstract, weirder, darker set of beliefs. It hangs on him. Like it kind of, it's starting to kind of seep into what he thinks of from a kind of a Catholic standpoint. So he's going to get one point of unnatural. So you now can roll a natural check. Yep. Probably not going to pass them, but yes, you, you're, you're, you're understanding the world better, and that's not a good thing. Like, the world the world went from kind of being this weird, what are we doing, this conspiracy is kind of strange, I got browbeat into this, to, okay, maybe it's actually a really good thing that we're doing terrible things, but also we're doing terrible things. Also, these people are literally eating people, and that's, in its own way, incredibly terrible. But yeah, so kind of, Faustus is having this whole existential crisis. Francis, you're watching the house, and... It's just getting weirder. We're like, this maybe was vaguely a ritual beforehand. This is undeniably a ritual now. Like, Rebecca's walking around in kind of a more intricate outfit. There's some torches outside. There's kind of, it's, there's a, there's a feeling about the place now that something kind of bizarre is going on. There's like a wind blowing through. It's not anywhere specifically. There's, the smells are kind of blending into something that feels off. And yeah, you're, this is absolutely while you're here kind of thing. This is absolutely a Delta Green operation. And you're just kind of watching all of this just like, oh, son of a bitch. This is absolutely a thing we have to deal with. No sanity loss at this. You're just kind of watching. Again, it's like you're not seeing anything immediate payoff from this. But yeah, it's weird and kind of off-putting. And just there's an energy about the place now that has a going on with it. Can Faustus start looking into and researching into concepts of a counterspell? The answer is yes. Probably not in the situation you're in right now. Uh, we'll get into gotcha. that kind of if um if Faustus wants to start diving down the kind of counterspell hole of that stuff. That's a kind of in your off time between missions type of thing. It's not an easy thing to go about, and the internet's full of bad information. The, to get this information, you have to get some real sources, and real sources are hard to partially because Delta Green spent a lot of time making them incredibly hard to find or just flat out destroying. Yes, it's a thing you can totally do, just not in your exact presence. <laughs> 